going on, guys? It's uh, just two dudes having a good time reading the internet. This is Cole and Hunter read the internet. Welcome to episode three. We're back in this bitch. If you've made it this far, then um, kudos to you. This is yeah, I, I think it's literally only Caleb Arts. He's listened to our podcast like forty-seven times. Joe Rogan keeps texting me for new ideas. I think he was on episode two as well, but <laughs> that's between me and him. I'll probably edit this out. Honestly. Yeah, Joe doesn't like to have our business be public, so it's fine. What's new in the last uh, week or whatever with you? Um, you know, still in quarantine, still working from home, playing a lot of uh, Xbox. I uh, I passed an exam, so mm. it's uh, tasty. Right Bare there. minimum or? Oh, it's scraped by. So that's exactly scraped what we're by. looking for. So, All right. What's up? Well, uh, what's up with you? Been playing a lot of Doom Eternal that just came out, and I don't think I've ever been so I don't know, like happy or fulfilled in my life. I just love Doom. If you haven't played Doom, play fucking Doom. And um, Doom is like yeah, Hell can... Halo. Mm, yeah, that's yeah. Sure, yeah, we'll go with it. Yeah. That's the closest comparison I could think of. I mean, that's really it. You're playing a character that's, like, too uh, too angry to die. He just keeps going back to hell and killing demons. It's pretty straightforward, but I love it. It gets me through gets me through the days of, uh, of quarantine and shit, so... That's good, man. That's it. I, think, I feel like... I'm listening to uh, Dua Lipa's new album, too. Oh, don't get me started. Get started. Start it up. Dude, do a loop. Start it yeah, up. Dude, do a leap is fucking fire. She makes some good ass music. I, I mean, like, granted, I'm a sucker for British pop, but, like, it's good, man. I don't know. I don't know yeah. what to tell you. I think it's um, known, mostly known at least, that I was, like, her first fan. Yeah, uh, that's widely, I think that's widely accepted. Yeah, when I first, uh, when I first went to Europe, we were we went to this donor kebab shop, and um, they always just play like there's these Turkish dudes that run it, and they just always play like music videos on um, their TV. Like I guess it would be like MTV, but like what MTV used to be. But anyways, they were playing this video, and I was like, dude, this shit is fucking really good. And I uh, like shazammed it or whatever. I was like, hey, what is this song? Person on my phone. I don't want to say it out loud because she'll talk back, but. It was like, oh, this is blah 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 by Dua Lipa, and I was like, all right, we're on it. And that was like right. four years ago, <laughs> and um, we actually used to um, go to this bar in Brussels that was owned by this Albanian guy. And mm-hmm. if you didn't know, Dua Lipa, her parents are like Albanian, and she's Albanian. And one day we were drinking in the bar. This was like our watering hole, and we're like, hey, fucking. Was that Roosters? Yeah, it was Roosters in Brussels, Belgium. If you're there, check it out. But uh, we always thought the owner was like a mob boss because he would always like talk about the shit that we're just like, dude, you're like a mob boss or something. <laughs> but we're like, dude, put on Dua Lipa. And he's like, oh, you like Dua Lipa? And we're like, yeah. And he's like, oh, I know her dad. Like, <laughs> she, they're Albanian. And I'm like, yeah, you probably fucking off some dudes for her dad, dude, for some record sales. That's fucking crazy. You don't I'm think you told me that. The Lipas. You're yeah, I there. keep that. Uh, I keep that under uh, under wraps. You keep that pretty close to the chest, there, dude. 
Yeah, it's more for my own well-being though, because you don't want it out there that uh, that you know the Albanian mob. I'm yeah, plugged it's in. Not great. Yeah. But I always said, like, when I was in Europe, I was like, you know, if anything bad ever happens to me and I'm, like, out of a job or whatever, I'm just going to be like, look, dude. I'm just popping down to the donor kebab I'll, real quick. I'm going to work for you. Like, I'll be your Iceman if you need me to be. I just kind of need a place to stay. Maybe a job. Maybe a job. Well, that's what the Iceman comes into play. Uh, okay, yeah, fair. Yeah, so. Yeah, so I'm plugged in with the Lipas. Um, if you need anything from them, don't ask me because I keep that shit close to the chest. But just um, know it. Just, just. Her know. her album though is fucking really good. Like mm-hmm. all jokes aside, her new album is really good. Yeah, dude. What's your favorite song on the album? Cool. Cool. Ah, yeah. I, th- I think that's my favorite. Um. I mean, they're all good, but I mean, no, you saw how fast I answered it. Yeah, <laughs> there was no question. I don't know if I do have a favorite. <laughs> yeah. I just I just appreciate the, but that's one of those albums though. Like it's you don't skip a song. Yeah, dog. That's the sun's tirade and yeah. pop British music. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, dude, she's. Uh, I don't. I've I've been a fan for a few years now. Love it. So. Yeah, shout out Dua Lipa, I guess. I would like to reiterate. I think the first thing I said about her. I don't know if I mentioned on here, but we were talking about her. Off pod, um, she is fine. Respectably. I mean, all due respect. It's a good looking lady. Yeah, it just like boggles my mind that she's dating um, Anwar Hadid, the the brother to Gigi and Bella Hadid. Oh my god. He's like rich as fuck because of his parents and probably his sisters, but he looks like a rat. So I want to know what's going on. <laughs> so he got like a meat house or like what's happening. It's just got It's got to be something. Or maybe she's trying to get like a modeling deal, trying to get signed to their agency or something too. I don't know. But she's like, I mean, if you're that popular though, you could she probably can do whatever be she a wants. model. Yeah, she's she... really pretty. So, I mean, she could, even if she wasn't that pretty, just because of how famous she is, she could go hey, up to just, just Johnny turn, Versace. Turn the horny down a little whatever. bit, dude. All right. I'm not even horny. I'm kidding, dog. All right. But I'm just saying, she could go up to fucking Gucci belt headquarters and give me a Gucci belt. They'd be like, hey, yeah. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, there's that. That's what I've been doing. You know what I've been doing? Don't say it. Uh, Missing sports, dude. I never realized I was like how today, fucking. Dude, I went to a really dark place today. I was like, <sighs> I wish fucking like baseball would be on TV. Oh man! And if you know me, you know I don't fuck with baseball. Like a zero-zero, late inning game. I didn't go that boring far. As hell. I was thinking about like crushing fucking ding dongs out of the park. Yeah. That's that's yeah, that's like, like wishful you know, thinking though. Unless you're watching like fucking someone play in like San Francisco or Colorado, there's not gonna. I mean, there's dingers, but like. Baseball is a slow-paced sport, brother. That's Dude, how, that's how we the, know you're in a dark spot. Do you remember when they did the first game? I don't know how long ago this was, but I remember it pretty vividly because it was like a big deal. When they made the new Yankee Stadium. Yeah. And like the very first game, the opposing team hit like... It was literally... I, I'm pretty sure it was clo- approximately 20 home runs. <laughs> I remember... And, 
them like talk, i remember like, seeing like graphics and shit of like them because that shit was happening there were so many home runs being hit in the yeah, they were bringing stadium in, like, they were bringing in like meteorologists and it was like like why is what this is, happening what is this <laughs> And they were saying, like, the way the stadium was, like, structured, there was, like, a wind current that would come in and then, like, blow back out to center and shit. So it was, like, just pushing balls out. Like, that's fun. They should make all parks like that. But then after that, they, like, it never happened again. Yeah, man, that's weird. I don't know. I'm pretty sure the Yankees owner is, like, plugged into the fucking, like, with hell. (laughs) Like, with the devil. He's like, yeah, we just got got ran 26 to 3, big fella, like. I That's think Satan probably owes him money. Yeah. Who's All the favors he's done him, dog. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Steinbrenner, I I owe you a couple. He's like he's like, hey, uh, Lucifer, how's it going, brother? Beazelbub, what's up? I uh I need another ring. He's like, George, you have twenty fucking five. He's like, yeah, but uh, you know, Derek needs another, so uh, let's uh, make it happen. Yeah. That was me impersonating the devil talking to George Steinbrenner. Thank you. He sounds pretty laid back. (laughs) He sounds like he likes Leonard Skinner. You have anything to say about that? I bet his favorite song is Freebird. I guarantee it. But yeah, dude, um, I miss sports. And I didn't think, well, I mean, it's not that I didn't think it was a big deal, but I just like, Usually every night when I go to bed, I watch the NBA, and I haven't done that for like a month. And then last night, NBA TV was playing like some of Kobe's greatest games. Oh, uh, did you cry? And if you know me, you know how I feel about Kobe. Yes, almost. But uh, Kobe and uh, Dame, it was like 2012 or 13. Oh, uh, Dame's... They went... He was so... Dame was young as fuck, and Kobe was like 30... It was a 17 seven. So 37. He was like 35, I think, in his 17th year. But they went back and forth. Kobe had like close to 40. So did Dame. But I was like watching Kobe and Gasol play together and then like a young Damian Lillard like go nuts. Oh, I was man. like, damn, dude. I miss fucking sports bad. Even more, I miss Kobe. Dude, and I haven't I seen so much Kyle Kobe Silver. content recently. Oh. Good. Like the like stories about him like talking about like him and uh who the J.R. Ryder story I think they published last year. Do you, yeah. you know what I'm talking about? Oh dog, like just makes me appreciate Kobe so much and like I don't know, dude, I feel like I didn't I didn't like follow basketball heavily. I mean I grew up wrestling and shit, so like I didn't get influenced a lot by basketball players. So I wish I would have like watched more basketball and played more as a child because <clears throat> I would have drawn a lot of inspiration from dudes like Kobe. Like just his hard work, oh, yeah. like hearing those stories and shit. Like a lot of that wasn't publicized when we were children, but like uh, being in the gym, dripping sweat when the f- next person comes in at 6 a.m. and you've done a fucking three-hour workout. Like that's Jocko Willink, dude. That is true yeah. badassery. And then when he was like, dude, what are you like doing here? And he's like, I knew you'd be here. So mm. fuck you. Yeah. And who was it? There was like, a, there was another story. This is a long time ago, but like, he was uh, putting up shots or something, and there's like only one other, like all the other people, players had left the gym. There's like one other dude in the gym, and they had been been in there for like four hours or something after practice. And the dude finally packed it in, and like the next time he saw Kobe, I think it was like next practice, he's like, 
bro, like, how do you, like, how do you go so hard? How do you stay in there so long? He's like, because I knew you were watching. Like, that's yeah. dead ass because I knew you were fucking watching me. It's like, I'm not, it's that Will Smith, like, have you ever heard that, his uh, interview about motivation or whatever he talks about? Like, you know, if it's me and you next, like, yeah. going, going to the death, like, we're on a treadmill. I'm going to die on this treadmill before I get off before you. Like, it's just that psychopath fucking, I will win, I will kill myself to do it attitude that's, like, so admirable for someone doing yeah. it for, like, the right reasons and shit. It's so cool. Yeah, if we were on video, I'd put on my Kobe jersey right now. That's how I feel. <sighs> I'm all fired up talking about Kobe, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I think a life without sports sucks. Life without Kobe definitely sucks for me personally. That was like my my like idol for as long as I can remember. So. Yeah, man. Come back, Kobe, and you can have baseball come back too like i'll watch it <laughs> i would, watch, I would baseball, watch baseball to have kobe back i'm just saying i'd watch baseball for the fuck of it right now <sighs> but i say that and then if like somebody showed up at my door with like a gun in my head and was like hey you're gonna watch this fucking this baseball game with, like six extra innings i'm like dude pull that shit <laughs> Do you think we're Kobe's baseball the goat? fans now? Do I personally? Yeah. Yeah. I get respect. That's my, my my personal goat, and people have argued like with me. I mean, and no matter who you say is your goat, like you could say J.R. Smith is your goat, like you can always argue your fucking points. Sure. So nobody's missed more threes in the like, game, bro. J.R.'s the goat. Yeah, if someone... Well, you know whose record he broke, right? Kobe's. Kobe's. But <laughs> if somebody's like, oh, well, fucking, you know, J.R. Smith never won a finals MVP or a regular season MVP, he's like, shut up, you fucking stats nerd. You never played the game. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can just tell people to shut up. It's fair, man. <laughs> yeah, that's like the good thing about basketball is like, yeah, there's different eras and different positions, but, you know, in reality, it's not like baseball or or football where you try to say, you know, Peyton Manning's the best, and you're like, oh, well, he only played this one position, and there's so many fucking positions. Or if you try to say, like, yeah, Babe Ruth, I guess, I don't know who the goat of baseball is, but in basketball, I think you could, like, really argue anybody. For sure. Not anybody, but any position. There's, like, any there's like a hint, like... To. A handful of players, like I don't know, ten or twelve players, you could probably argue is like the goat. And then it's like, I mean, it's based on how you define it, right? Like what matters to you and shit. Like a lot of people, it's championships or you know MVPs, like stat categories. Dude, I shut that, like that championship down all day because people always try to talk shit about LeBron, like versus Jordan. And <clears throat> Robert Ory won, I think, seven finals. Yeah, and what did Bill so Bill Russell like, did like ten, right? At least 10. I can't say for sure if it's 10, but it's, like, a lot. Yeah. So, rings matter I don't to get extent, into this. but, like, yeah, this is big old <laughs> rabbit could, hole, dude. This could go, this could go really far. All right, well, let's pivot on sports then. Like, to me, LeBron's th- my goat. So, like, there's, uh, like, 
what players are out there right now that are like still playing that you consider like in the top five or top ten of their sport? Uh, Serena. Oh yeah, number one. She's out there. Tiger Woods. I don't fuck with golf, but like if you're alive, Tiger Woods. Ronaldo and Messi. Nadal and Federer. Djokovic, maybe? I'd say Nadal and Federer, for sure. Joker's had um, a nice long run here, too, though. He's, I mean, yeah, those, I think I think Roger, I think Federer and Nadal are just like one, one echelon above Joker at this point, but... Joker's the basketball player, Jokic. That's his I, nickname. That's the basketball player's nickname. Are you calling Nikola Jokic the GOAT, dude? Let's <laughs> open that up. <laughs> That fucking dude. What does he look like? He looks like a thumb thumb, thumb thumb with like a normal head. <laughs> I don't want to go down the thumb thumb hole either. <laughs> the other ones, who did I say? Ronaldo, Messi, Tom Brady. Yep. Uh, I think Michael Trout has a chance to get up there, dude. If he has a nice, long, healthy career, he could be a top ten. Oh, that dude's dude. crazy. For sure. Like that's another thing. Like I don't follow golf. But, like, you see Tiger Woods' name and, like, the people who follow baseball. Like, I see Mike Trout a lot. Yeah. Talking about, like, if he's healthy or whatever. Like, he's he's doing it. And I watch, like, sometimes I'll watch it. But, like, whatever All-Star Game or Home Run Derby, like, if I see Mike Trout's name, I'm, like, automatically attracted to it. <laughs> but... Yeah, I know Mike Trout is fucking nasty. What other sports are there? Um, Women's basketball. I'm trying to think of a WNBA player. Right. Fucking Maya Moore, if she ever plays again, maybe? Yeah, Maya Moore. What about, uh, here, let's, let's try this out. I don't fucking follow college sports, so maybe this is more of a question for you. But a college athlete right now playing their sport that would be top 10 in that respective, like, collegiate level. And, like, um, people like Joe Burrow don't count because the season's right. over. Uh, maybe Trevor Lawrence. Uh, that's fun. Yeah. Um, I would say, you think Trevor Lawrence would be top 10 or top 5? That would have to be top 10. I don't know, dude. College sports has had way too many good players, like... Yeah, like, would, isn't Doug McDermott, like, one of the most highest-scoring college basketball players ever? Fucking probably, dude. I don't know. Douglas? <laughs> Dougie Douglas McBuckets? Douglas McBuckets? God. Um, I saw him play in real life, man. That's what I'm going to tell my kids, dude. I I never saw Kobe, my favorite person ever, but I did see Doug McDermott. God. That's great. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really know shit on the uh, collegiate level, to be honest with you. And then, like, in basketball, I don't feel like anybody really plays four years. Like, if they're going to be that good right, to be like, the best collegiate athlete of all time or top ten collegiate basketball player, yeah, like they're um, not going to play more than a year. Like Ant Davis, he had if he could if he'd have played four years, dude. Anthony Davis in the in college for four years. Could you imagine that? How yeah, you terrible. see what type of what type of players they develop into when they get to the NBA, like how they all get bigger and like gain weight and yeah. Imagine year three, Anthony Davis still playing against fucking poor little college kids. 
I don't know though, but they like when they go to the NBA, I feel like they have more resources available. That's true. Because it was um, Dwight Howard when he went to the Rockets. Say, say he didn't just sign with the Rockets, but he got drafted by them. He had when he signed with them, he had Yao Ming and Hakeem Olajuwon there, and they were like off the rip. We're like, hey, we're gonna come show you how to like fucking be a baller like two of the best big men of all time (laughs) but and i'm sure but i'm sure that that's happened with other people who get drafted in organizations that are like oh for sure i mean the younger players are always going to be learning from the vets like right but they weren't even vets at that time they were retired so Mm. i don't know true i don't know Maybe uh, I think Jordan Spieth might have the potential to be like a top ten, you know, all time golfer. If he, you know, he's he had a really fucking when he's like twenty one years old, he won, I think a major or like some shit. Like he's just been super good. I don't think he's won anything yeah. like super recently, but if he, you know, goes on a tear like Tiger did or something, that would he could get in the top ten, like just win a few few majors in there and have a long career. I don't know about golf, dude, because I've played I've played like actual golf like not going to fucking top golf i've i won't say i have but i have attempted to play golf i think twice and i hated it i've tried to watch it on tv and i hate it but the hype around it seems like it's so fucking enticing like it Dude, draws me in yeah golf like it's when, fun when, when i see like don't give when a I shit see my buddies get hyped yeah yeah but i'm saying like pro golf when i see my buddies oh, yeah. get hyped they're like holy fuck, Tiger Woods just won, or Jordan Spieth just won, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, that's fucking lit. Like, that's, I should have put my life savings on that, even though I have no idea what's going on. Yeah. We, uh, we should go to, um, the, uh, Waste Management Open in Phoenix sometime. There's why that- would I go to an event sponsored by Waste Management, and why would I go to Phoenix other than to get sun poisoning again? <laughs> There's, uh... To see golf? There's a like. Oh, there's a hole. Is that, that the one where they have the like the stadium around that one yeah, hole? Yeah, the grandstand. Yeah. Yeah. The 16th. Dude, looks, okay, I think it's I'm the sixteenth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm it's in. Just I'm a in. fucking party. Sign it. Sign it. I'm in. Say less. I'm gonna edit that last part out about me questioning it. <laughs> yeah, Dan- shout out Dane O'Neill. He always he's always talked about wanting to go to the fucking waste management open. Be sick. But yeah, I'm in. Let's do it. When is it? Uh, I have no clue, dude. We'd have to gotta do some more research on that subject. So, actually, you know what? I'm pretty sure it was in the last few months because after Kobe died, I remember that one dude, that one golfer, where the Kobe He's jersey like out they showed, something. they showed him in the grandstands and people were chanting Kobe. Oh, man. So, I think we got another 10, 10 <gasps> months. That's plenty of time. So, yeah. Uh, so, speaking of sports, right? Mm-hmm. Have you seen... You've obviously seen Dodgeball, yeah? Yeah, yeah, I've never seen, ever seen Heavyweights. So, I was going to ask, Heavyweights with Ben Stiller... Never seen I've it. seen it a while ago, 
And if I'm not mistaken, he's like a camp counselor at like a fatty camp. Oh, great. <laughs> so we were asked like to discuss Ben Stiller and heavyweights. Like he's the genesis for Dodgeball, like White Goodman's character in Dodgeball since he was fat as fuck. <laughs> I didn't have enough time to do my homework, but from my memory, I think that was like the catalyst was Ben Stiller. That's like 100% accurate. Ben Stiller was yeah. largely influential on uh, the creation of the movie Dodgeball. Oh, 100%, but just like his character in Heavyweights, like being a fatty camp counselor. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I'm i all in because remember in Dodgeball, he used to be fat as fuck. And then he opened up Globo Gym or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> And was super fit, and then he lost the dodgeball tournament and got fat again. But yeah, I think that's a that's a fair a fair assessment. I think uh, Ben Stiller is. I don't want to say like one of the greats, but I appreciate the fuck out of Ben Stiller. He's got some good ones out there, dude. Have you ever seen him impersonate uh, Tom Cruise? Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. It was from like the early 2000s, but he impersonated Tom Cruise and it's like so spot on. And that's what, um, I don't know if you know this, but I know you love American Psycho, but Christian Bale drew his inspiration for Patrick Bateman from a Tom Cruise interview on like Letterman or something like that. But he said he just looked dead behind the eyes. So he tried to be like, Cruise. That's fucking great. But to think of it, like, knowing that, to think of it that way, and then to see Ben Stiller imitate Tom Cruise in interviews, like, another way, it's just, like, the weirdest shit ever. Because <laughs> every time I think of, or think of or watch Amer uh, American Psycho, I think of Tom Cruise being, like, the inspiration, and then I think of Ben Stiller like uh, impersonating him and it's just like the weirdest shit ever. It's like a chain reaction of stuff that you don't want to think about. Just weird thoughts. Yeah. Intrusive thoughts or I call them pizza cutter thoughts. Would you care to elaborate yeah. on that? Yeah, I'll elaborate. Um, well, yeah, I guess I will. What the hell so do you mean by pizza thoughts. cutter thoughts? Huh? What the hell do you mean by pizza cutter thoughts? So you know what intrusive thoughts are, right? Like thoughts that you get in your head that aren't rational, but it's just like some crazy, like some weird shit. Like you're on the stove and you're like, I'm going to put my fucking hand on the stove or something Oh like yeah, that. for sure. So every time I have a pizza cutter, I'm always like, what if I just cut my fucking fingers off right now? Just run that bitch over. Yeah, because... I'm always thinking about how there's like the, I think it's an urban legend. There's no way it's true. But people are like, yeah, you can bite your finger off with the same amount of force as it takes to bite a carrot in half. Yeah, I tried it. It didn't work. It just hurt yeah. a lot. So I just think of that. And I'm like, dude, I could just roll this pizza cutter over my fingies and they're gone. <laughs> so that's like my intrusive thought is pizza cutter. So I call Bro. intrusive thoughts, pizza cutter thoughts. That makes sense. I, uh... Almost had a panic attack the other day because of a. I kind of. I might have. I really might have, because uh, of an intrusive thought, and it literally made like no sense at all. Like it was like me thinking about some random interaction, 
um, between myself and like a fucking cashier at the wing <laughs> place we just ordered, and I like could not get this was it thought. Wingstop? It was Wingstop. I could not get this thought out of my head, dude. And I just like I started to feel nauseous. I started to black out a little bit. I had to like go lay down. It was so fucking wild. I was like, damn, dude, I gotta quit smoking yeah, so dude. much weed. See, that's what I was talking about the last time when you're just overthinking, like, am I standing normally? That's like yeah. an everyday, this is an everyday occurrence for me where I'm like laying in bed. I'm like, hey, you know, some, you know, some people might think, hey, what would I do if someone broke into my house right now? Or, hey, what would I do if fucking, you know, and the world started happening. And I'm like, hey, what would I do if I was like, damn, I need to go put gas in my car. And I think about like the gas station attendant <laughs> would like. Oh hey, it'll be twenty six forty nine, and I'm like, fuck, dude, I can't stop sweating. Like, damn, dude, I didn't bring my wallet. Fuck. Yeah, like, it's just the the weirdo shit like that. Yeah, dude, I don't, I don't ever know. like. I mean, I worry a lot. I think a lot about like existential shit, like my own existence. But like, I think more about irrational shit than I do almost anything else, and it's so stupid. Like, it's, I feel For like, sure. as a child. I was tested for ADHD in first grade um, and they literally came back and they're like, yeah, I don't know. Like he's like really borderline, like might have it, might not. We'll like see. But like, I feel like I was, I don't know. I, my parents made me do homework when I was younger and like in high school and stuff, I just got good enough grades that they never had to have an issue with me with like doing school work. So I never, you know, got put on Adderall or anything like that to help me focus. But like yeah. doing work as an adult now, I'm like, oh fuck, I wish I had Adderall. Like, <laughs> I, I literally get sidetracked. I'll be like doing something for like five minutes and then get sidetracked for 10. I'm like, oh, God damn it. Like, I'm, I don't want to be doing this fucking thing. Like, I, just yeah. feel, I feel like, I don't know. I was, I'm one of the ADHD people that slipped through the cracks and now I like struggle with it in adulthood. Yeah. My mom always tells me how, and you know, my mom, she's like laid back as fuck. Yeah, yeah. And uh, she always tells me that, it was like my first, one of my first or like second grade teachers was just like, cause I used to like really excel. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not to brag or anything, but I was like one of the smartest kids up until I was like seven or eight, you know, but, uh, super good at coloring. <laughs> exactly. Um, but one of my teachers was like, Hey, you know, maybe you should fucking get him checked out for like ADHD or something. My mom's like, I'll fucking rip your skin off. <laughs> <laughs> my mom's like, go fucking play those games with me, bitch. We're not putting my kid on fucking riddle and you psycho. Like, yeah. Hey, put your eight year old on crystal meth. See if he does better. Yeah. Dude. That's literally what like Adderall and shit that is. It is. It's, like, it's hey, 100%. Put your boy on meth. <laughs> yeah. Like the reason that my uh, first grade teacher had me do it and I can like remember vividly like her asking me to stop doing this. I would like put my elbows on like, you know, just like little circle tables and shit with like a little chair or whatever. Right. Um, I'd like put my elbows on the table and then just like bounce, like just like not sit in my chair and just like bounce around. Cause I'm fucking eight and have like infinite energy or like right. six or seven or whatever. And you just had fruity pebbles for breakfast. You can't stop. Yeah, dude, I'm going, I had pop tarts, dog. I'm set till lunch. Um, and so she, like, came and, like, talked to me. She's like, hey, like, can you, like, sit still? I'm like, not fucking really, bitch. What do you mean? What did you just say to me? Yeah. <laughs> I'll fucking you eat your shit, Miss Harvey. Yeah. What do you, uh, what do you think about how, like, so, like, Pop-Tarts and, um, cereal, right? Yeah. Neither you or I are parents, but 
I never really like had this shit put into perspective to me as a child because I was a fucking child. Right. But I feel like this cereals and stuff like that that we like ate as kids for like breakfast as like a meal was just like poison. Oh, dude. That's if if you ate shit like Lucky Charms and like my favorite cereal was Captain Crunch or like Cinnamon Toast Crunch, like that seriously is almost 100% sugar. Like when it breaks down in your body, like all that's giving yeah. you is pretty much sugar. Sugar and like a little bit of fiber and then some like protein from the milk. Like that's all you're fucking getting. Yeah, you're getting fucking milk and sugar, dude. No, dude, if I had children, like I don't ever plan on having kids, but I'm 25. I, that is subject to change. I don't think it will. I like being me. I don't want to be fucking dad me yet. So we'll see how it goes. But like, I would never fucking feed my kids that. Like, we're eating eggs for breakfast. We'll eat like, I don't know, fucking sausage, like some protein to actually do something for you. Some fats. Yeah. Good for your brain. Like, yeah, because I'll eat, um, like, if I don't want to cook breakfast, I'm like, okay, I'll have a bowl of cereal or Pop Tarts for breakfast. But I'm still in this mindset of when I was fucking seven years old and I could eat Pop Tarts at eight in the morning and not have to eat for three days because of it. But now I eat Pop-Tarts, and, like, 45 minutes later, I'm like, dude, I'm fucking famished. Yeah, dude. When, but uh, when I was in... When I went to Europe, and I was fucking... I was like... I would go to the, like, the local grocery stores or whatever, obviously. And I was like, yeah, let me go buy some, some cereal. Like, I don't have a sweet tooth, like, ever. I don't crave sweets or none of that bullshit. But I was at the grocery store, and I was like, yeah, let me go get, like, see what I can get for cereal at this... Belgian grocery store and it's all like healthy cereal like no sugar there's no fruity pebbles or Reese's Puffs or Cocoa Puffs or whatever I'm like dude this is bullshit these kids are fucking communists <laughs> and these parents like have too much time to not feed their kids straight fucking shit did that no, my number one complaint when we were when I was in Europe with you we were staying at that hostel in like Paris. Um, the breakfast was fucking ass, dog. All I ate was eggs, like which is great, like good, but like they don't give a sweet. fuck about breakfast, dude. Dude, if I I'm dude, a listen. massive sweet food person. Like they listen, fucked dude. me. Listen, when you go to France or like Belgium or any of the French culture places, your breakfast is a motherfucking croissant. In a cigarette, dude. You're having Jimmy Heaters for breakfast, buddy. Love it or leave it. Yeah, man. Hey, wel- welcome to the Continental Breakfast. You want a Marlboro Light or a hard-boiled egg, dude? That's going to be my I remember in the future. That, I'm going to move to Europe and open like a fucking Waffle House dog. Dude. I'll beat your ass. I was, I've been fiending for Waffle House for so long, and I finally came back to the States. And they got Waffle House. It's so good, dude. If you uh, if you if we get to make it out, if you get to make it out here this summer, if uh, you know Corona permitting, there's a Waffle House. I shit you not, like a half a mile from my place. They have those out there. Oh yeah. What the f? Do I don't know how many they have out here, but I know there is one like somewhere between a half mile and a mile from my house, and it's like a straight shot. They were like the last place to, to close to, uh... for uh, <laughs> Corona shit. Dog. Oh, of course they were, dude. Love I have to go to fucking Joe Biden land, dude. I gotta go to Delaware to go to Waffle House, but that's just a fucking... Are you shitting me? We'll, we'll skip away. How close are you to, like, New Hampshire? 
Uh, I mean, that's like not that close. Like four hours or something? Three. I'm like th- three hours from New York City. Ooh, okay. So you're like so maybe five or six however hours. however long it takes to get from New York City to New Hampshire, because I don't know. Yeah, I have no fucking clue. I just remember going there when I was a little kid, and uh, we went to like. I know it takes like five or six hours to get to Boston. Hmm. Yeah, it's far. Fuck that. You went to Ben and Jerry's in New England as a kid too. Yeah. Dude, so did I. We went to like mom and mom and dad took us to uh, just like the East Coast. Do you think that's where we met? Vermont. Actually, it was Vermont, New not New Hampshire, Vermont. Wait a minute. When did you go to Vermont? Hold on. When did you go to Vermont? I was like. Hell, I don't know, maybe uh, like five or six years old, probably, something like that. Dude, I went to Vermont as a young child. We like could have met. five dog. or six years old. We could have met in a Ben and Jerry's in fucking Vermont, dude. How wild is that? What is it, 69 flavors? No, it's Baskin Robbins. Anyway. I got 31. Carol Baskin, 69, bro, that 31? fucking bitch. Oh, God. 69 what, um... plus 31 is 100. <laughs> We've come full circle. Dude, that was fast as fuck. I'm really good at stupid-ass mental math like that, but you start getting equations and shit out there, oof. I can't long divide. I don't even know what that means. Other than um, other than Tiger King with Carol Baskins, are there any other shows that you've binge-watched? Or, like... Yeah. What, have you binge-watched anything else that aren't obvious? You know what's a sleeper, bro? What's a really what? good sleeper? And I know, I think you watched it too. Broad City. Oh my god, dude! Broad City's fucking amazing. Dude, that shit is so goddamn funny. If you're it's listening great. to this right now, stop listening. First, like it, but then stop listening and go watch Broad City on Hulu, dude. That shit is you're fucking gonna hilarious. Give it, give it literally like ten minutes. You're gonna be cracking up. And then give it, like, the rest of the, all the seasons because it's worth it. This shit is so funny. If you want to see Blake Griffin giving, give a girl an orgasm without sexual penetration, watch fucking Broad City. <laughs> Dude, I think Blake Griffin could give me a, an orgasm without sexual contact either. He could be six feet for me. Dude, he's, yeah, he dude. deserves Blake of the Year every year. Of Shout course, out Big dude. Cat. PFT. What is that? The, uh... Big Cat? Barstool Big Cat? And, What's uh, Blake PFT? of the Year? Oh, you ever heard Blake of the Year? Bro, the, every year they do a Blake of the Year for, like, no other reason than they, like, you know, they, like, talking about fucking Blake Bortles and they have uh, Blake Griffin on every once in a while and shit. Like, I'm pretty sure oh, Blake Griffin's Barstool won Blake shit? of the Year. Like, yeah, like, every year for their dumbass oh. shit. I haven't been 19 for six years, so I don't know what that's like. Yeah, dude, that's actually a really weird thought. Life goes quick. It's already fucking April, dog. My birthday's coming up soon. Venmo me. So, I have watched for the the binge, uh, the quarantine binging shit. The ones that aren't obvious. Uh, Arrested Development, which I think is, for me personally, top three funniest shows ever. If you haven't watched Arrested Development, you need to fix it. I've, ne- and, I've never seen it, but I've heard it's super ass good. It's fucking hilarious. And it's like really easy to watch. You don't have to pay attention. Um, I've heard Ozark Entourage. Season three. Oh, you've never seen Entourage? No, I've never seen Entourage. Heard it's fucking great. I would have it. You know what? Thank you for bringing that up because I'm going to binge that again. 
Entourage is fucking awesome. It's not like the funniest show you've ever seen. It's like it is a technically a comedy, I think, but it's just like so entertaining to watch because it makes you feel like you're in the entourage of a famous actor or you it kind of I don't want to say it gives you insight on how like famous actors live their lives, but it just it's probably kind of close and it's fun to watch. Probably. Yeah, it's super fun to watch. One of the funnest shows I've ever watched. Definitely Entourage. While we're on HBO, definitely True Detective, season one and three. I haven't seen season three yet. Season one is in my top five, like, favorite. And uh, I'll, I'll say series. Like, it's definitely seasons. Like, it's probably my favorite season of any show I've ever watched. But, like, just season because of season one. so good. Just because of season one, True Detective is, like, in my top five probably definitely top 10 of series ever just from season one because that shit is fucking amazing sierra didn't like season, it i think season I, I think i hyped is, it too much it's you can't overhype it dude i don't think you can overhype true detective but season one is phenomenal season three i think is just as good but for different reasons yeah i'll have to check i don't know I, you, you can't make it make sense unless you've seen it and you feel the exact same way as me. What about, one, while we're on HBO, uh, what about go for it. Outsider? Have you, did, oh, you, have, did you watch that? Fuck yeah. That, that one's probably obvious, but I, I haven't, I watched like, I think the season finale. Cause like I turned on uh, my TV and it was like randomly on or something. I was like, okay, cool. Like we'll just watch. I think it was when we were in uh, the DR, it was on for some fucking reason that HBO in the rooms and shit. They had the worst was Wi-Fi in, in the world. No, it was in English. It was great. Uh-huh. Um, I think that's I think that's what we saw. No, I don't know what the fuck. Um, but I like saw the end of it. But I never I never watched the rest of the series. I just read the book, and I mean it's it's always tough when you go from book to like you know like visual shit. Like nobody's how you pictured them and stuff. And yeah. voices are fucked up. But like it was uh, it was really good. It looked it looked like they did a good job. Yeah. So. For The Outsider, I think that most of the time when you think of a series or a season or whatever, you think of the ending is what makes it so great. But I don't even think that the last episode or the ending was what made it so good. Like, I just think the build-up and, like, the investigating that they do is what makes that show so good. I agree, because that's what made the book good. Like, the whole breakdown, like... Yeah, they really... Finding out, like, Terry Maitland didn't actually do it and, like... Spoilers, dude. Big spoiler. Hey, big spoiler. Terry, Terry Maitland did it, dude. Terry Fuck Terry Maitland. All my homies hate Terry f- Maitland. Dude, he is a fucking narc ass, raping kids. Yo, sh- shout out Jason Bateman though, for real. He's in Ozark and Arrested Development and fucking The Outsider. So if you're not noticing a trend, you need to open your third eye. Jason Bateman dude. is the truth. Speaking of the DR and turning shit on, the reason I asked if it was in Spanish was because when I was in the DR by myself for the first few days, I turned on the TV and Revenge of the Sith was on Oh, in Espanol, dude. Wow, how was that? For somebody that knows those movies front and back, it was great. And to see it in Spanish, it was fucking great because I knew exactly what was going on and being said just because of my memory sure but you don't really fuck with star wars do you um so here's the thing like i like star wars like 
I loved the Battlefield games. I remember watching the movies as a child and fucking loved them. They were kick-ass. Like, me and Ryan Abbott, shout out Ryan Abbott, probably not ever going to listen to the podcast, but cool-ass dude. Um, we would play, like, fucking, like, lightsaber battles and shit in, like, middle Yo. school, elementary school. Yo. Fucking, dude, Star Wars, cool as fuck. That being said, it was so long ago since I've seen any of those movies. I think the last... I think the last one I saw was... Um, the Force Awakens, I think. I think those were uh, no. No, what was the fucking? It wasn't Rogue. Might have been Rogue One that I saw. I fucking okay. Forget. I don't know. Anyway, I didn't see the new one, but I do fuck with Star Wars. I just not super knowledgeable about it. So fucking with Star Wars is one of the most wisest decisions you'll ever make, and that's why I'm so intellectual. Um, we were asked to. Rank every Star Wars movie. I will take the lead on this one. Yeah, go for it. Me, personally. Everybody has their own fucking beliefs. This is like Old Testament and New Testament type shit to some people, I swear to God. My number one... I'll start... I'll start with number one. My Return number of the one, Jedi. I don't know. No. My number one... Not even close. My number one is Revenge of the Sith. Um, if you know, you know. I don't want to go you know, too far into it. Because Revenge of the Sith is also one of my favorite movies ever. It's in like my top five. Can you give me the movie. plot of that one? It's one of the prequels. It's the third prequel. It's, the it's third, where Anakin yeah. turns into Darth Vader. Oh, boy. And okay. Obi-Wan says, it's over, Anakin. I have the high ground. Oh, yeah. I okay, say I've this surrounded one. I say this surrounded by my prequel fucking uh like memorabilia. Love so it. I feel like I would die if I didn't say it. But so that's my number one. Number two, I will go with uh Rogue One for sure. I think Rogue One is incredible. Which one was that? Was that the first like new series one they put out or whatever? Or is that like the most recent one? So I don't remember in what order they released it in, but in like chronological order to the movies, it's in between the last prequel and the first original one. So between Revenge so, of the Sith and New Hope? Yes. Word. So that's how they get the plans to destroy the Death Star. So that one is my second one. I think that one's amazing. The third is... I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go for it, dude. My third one is Phantom Menace because that's the OG, right? That's Numero Uno. That is Numero Uno, not in release order, but, but in chronological. Order. Yeah. Yeah, that's seeing. I don't know if it's like a nostalgia thing for me, but seeing Phantom Menace in movie theaters is like one of my first memories. Hey, so, I'm going to interject real fucking quick, all right? It also goes super fucking hard. Go ahead and interject. Uh, this is not related to Star Wars, but uh, Martin Vito just tried to give me a call. He said he saw we were doing the podcast and wanted to hop on, but uh, he did add a JK. But I just wanted to shout out Martin Vito. Fucking love that dude. Shout out Martin Vito, dude. Big Mart. Walmart Super Center. It's uh, Marty's special page on Instagram. Get some of his uh, content. He... Uh, kid I work with out here 
at Dish, but he he's in like creative video stuff. Uh, he, he does a lot of creative video work on his own, and it's he is a fucking character, dude. Marty is an oddball, and I love him to death. Fucking great, dude. He's a riot. He is a riot. Anyway, back so to Star Wars. Are we Wars. back? Yep. It's Phantom Menace, dude. One of the best scenes of all time. One of the best movie scores of all time. Duel of the Fates, if you know, you know. But that's my number three. And then after that, uh, Empire Strikes Back, A New Hope, uh, Return of the Jedi. So I'm, I Clone was close Wars. to last. That's great. Huh? I said I was close to last on well, my guess of Return of the Jedi. That's good. I mean, I still like it a lot. But... I know. Well, you, you have a fucking hard dick for the whole series, so. Yes. Uh, Return of the Jedi, Clone Wars, um, Han Solo, and then the sequel trilogy, which is subpar. I don't want to get into that. So yeah, that's my my ranking. But the Clone Wars series is I think the animated series or whatever. I think that's the best thing to come out of Star Wars. Also, the comics go super fucking hard, very very hard. The Vader comics I posted one of them on my Instagram. Oh, dude, yeah, you posted some hard. I I think I literally responded. I was like, "This is hard as fuck." You did. You said this is hard as fuck. Yep. Yeah, it. They're they're very hard. Super hard. Boners, dude. You should uh, send me some of those to to read. I will. Hell yeah. Um, now you're yeah, you're legally I, obligated. We signed a verbal contract. Uh, one of the 45 people that listen to this will hear it and acknowledge it. So you got to do it. Yes. Uh, I can't get you to watch the fucking Terminator 1 or 2, but we'll figure it out. If you send me, all right, here's the deal. Else. If you send me those books, I will watch Terminator 1 and 2 before the month of June. How's that? That's mental terrorism. How is that mental terrorism? It's a negotiation. Listen to yourself. <laughs> All right, dude. How about this? I, so you talked about with Star Wars with uh, Battlefront mm. 2. Okay, before what we get are, into that, can I backtrack real quick back to uh, bingeable series that are uh, relatively slept on? Yeah, put Clone Wars in there. Okay, yeah, we'll throw Clone Wars in there. That's uh, definitely... What, what's that on so uh, people could find it? Uh, Disney Plus, you jackass. Well, I'm broke. I don't have Disney Plus, so give me the login. Send that to I'll send you my login. Oh, what? Okay. Um, I won't give it to you right now because then, like, uh, sure. 10 other people that listen to this will get it. Right, but. right. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Um, we'll get it out. Okay, so the two series that I, were think- I was thinking... Um, before you say anything, one of them is anime, so go fuck yourself. But uh, I think it's... Oh, dude, it in, better be a good one. Be on no, ass. In my opinion, it is the best starter anime because it's not, like, super intricate and it's all, like, based in a... Uh, okay, it's, like, it's... It is fantasy, but... Uh, it better be Dragon Ball Z, dude, or else I'm going to jump on those motherfucking... False, much shorter. You can't binge Dragon Ball Z. I mean, you could, but, yes, like, you you're going to get... It. You're going to get to, like episode fucking okay you'll probably love it but whatever just watch a fucking cell saga idiot okay fuck you uh death note death note is a like 25 26 that's fair 25 26 episode series super fucking easy there's dubbed or subbed english or japanese however you want to do it uh fucking great series to binge because like once you start watching it like once you get the premise of it and you get invested like 
really good. Really fucking good. Did you ever watch Cowboy Bebop? No, dude, I could never find it. It might be, I don't know if, it, I don't think it's on Funimation. I think I searched for it. I'd have to do it in like Crunchyroll or something. Do you know how to do Kiss Anime? I do, but, uh. It's been... on one of those three. One of those three things you just named. It's one of the most popular anime of all time. Yeah, no, I've heard and it's the... super ass good. You've told me it's oh, good dude. a million times, but, uh. And it's literally like one season. It's like. Oh, okay. How many episodes? Like fucking 100 or 50 or something like that? Like 20. Oh really? Okay, well worth. I'll, I'll like check it out. Twenty or thirty. Okay. I have it on Blu-ray. I'll send that. I was thinking it's like a big investment, books. like the no, Naruto series and shit. Yo, okay. what up, big investment? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, yeah, Death Note is pretty dope. Um, and then the other series is one you actually recommended to me as well. Um, I think it's called Death, Love, and Robots. If it's still on Netflix, I'm not sure. Oh my god. Yeah, that's, dude. that's a super good one too. And that's like, that's if pretty short. Like seeing, and, uh, yeah, yeah. If you just like seeing visual animation, like it's not it, anime. Episodes? I want to clear that up. That one's not anime, but it's not like, it's, I, I would describe it as like animated black mirror. Yes. Yeah. And every single episode is a different style of animation. I think that that is one of the best, like, I'm not like a fucking, theater weirdo but like visually animated things is like that's one of the best like pound for pound every episode when you watch them every episode is good in its own respective way but the animation in every episode is phenomenal and it's all different i think my favorite was episode three in that which one, one was which, that? Which, which is the um the robots like taking a tour of earth like after humans Oh, with uh, the cats and shit. With the cats, dude, super Word. fucking funny. That's a, that's a really good one. And like my, there's like just like a throwaway line like somewhere in the middle. They're like sitting in this diner, and uh, one of the robots is like behind the counter, like acting like they're making food, just throwing shit together. And uh, <laughs> one of the other robots is like describing how humans eat, and they're like they use these like I forget what they say, like stone pegs in their mouth. Or in their like intake orifice, and they like just crunch down their their sustenance or whatever, and then it drops down into a vat of acid in their stomach. And one of them's like, "Why don't they just dump it in the vat of acid to begin with?" And I'm like, <laughs> "We're dealing with <laughs> that primitive just sounds beings." Like extra work. Yeah, and then uh, there's like another throwaway line, like ten seconds after that, about like humans being created, like they have like no creator code or something like that. Or something. it was just pretty funny. I liked it. Nice. Yeah, that was a good one. I totally forgot about that one. Um, so we were we were talking about Battlefront. Yeah. Okay. So we'll dial it back about 15 minutes. Um, well, not just Battlefront, but like Battlefront 2 is one of... Oh, yeah. Like those all-time classic games. Was that one uh, of the first other... ones where you could be a Jedi or like a, a Sith or whatever? You could be a fucking lightsaber wielder and shit yeah as far as like um as far as like multiplayer is concerned yeah yeah but like just what are some other classic games that you could play in um quarantine that still hold their weight like today like i would say that that battlefront 2 you could still Still play and fuck around with like today in quarantine and still you know be fulfilled yeah. Um, 
I'm gonna say you say you say your personal ones first. Okay. Say I'm however many s- you want. I'm gonna say NCAA football fourteen, most nice. uh, recent one 100%. made because. I mean, classic, bro. Fucking campus legend game mode, dynasty game mode. Like, oh, dude. You could play that shit forever. Fucking great. Um, you know, it's kind of tough. I would say, like, if you're, like, super desperate, you don't have, like, internet capabilities because you're a pilgrim, but you still have, like, a, a, a PS3 or a Xbox 360 or some shit. Uh, Modern Warfare 2 campaign. Super they ass fucking good story. That. Okay. Did they release it already? Did they do the... I think so. Oh, fuck. Well, I'm fucked up. I thought, uh... Yeah, they did just do that. Fuck, I'm an idiot. Yeah, okay, well, the remastered version, obviously, then. It's fucking great, but... If you're a pilgrim, you can go back and play the 360 or PS3 version. It's still probably equally as good. Um, The Last of Us. It's not, like, a really true old game, but, like... I don't know. What was that fucking... In the 2010s, for sure. Like, 2015 or 2014 or something like that. It was, like, Game of the Year. For sure. And they remastered it too, so it's right. on PS4. I got the remastered version, fucking kick ass. Yep. Um, the Halo series for sure, like Halo Three specifically, cool ass campaign. Definitely. Um, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna go PC for maybe like a Civ game or Sims, if that's your thing. Civ I'm not really, Five. I'm not really into Sims, uh, but yeah, Civ, Civ Five, Civilization. Um, and then my last one will be. It, I, I still consider it a modern game, but it's an old game. Uh, and y'all troll me on this one, but League of Legends. I mean, it's like yeah. uh, the game has evolved for the past decade, but it's definitely still playable. It's still a lot of fun. Like playing in low elos, you'll you'll play against some people. They call it smurfing, like going down and fucking kicking newbies' asses. But like you'll play against some other rookies too, and it, it's fun. There's a fun learning curve. You have pl- friends to play. So those yeah. are my uh, throwbacks that uh, keep you sane during quarantine, I would say. Nice. I'm going to go with um, Modern Warfare 2 campaign was definitely, like, that was amazing. Dude, that was um, I remember playing that in high school, like, the fucking no Russian scene and stuff. Oh, holy fuck. Oh, dude. Oh. And then uh, Shepard, like, betrays you at the end and shit. Like, what yeah. is this, dude? What is this game? So, other than that, I'm going to go with Gears of War. Ooh, uh, that's a great campaigns one, Campaigns 1 through 3. Four. I mean, they're all good, but you don't as far as like, classic uh, oh, okay. consoles are concerned. Gears 1 through 3, amazing campaigns. Fucking phenomenal. Those are some of my favorite uh, game series ever. Uh, I'm going to bring it... Way, okay. I'm gonna bring it back. I don't want to say way back, but it's pretty fucking far back, I guess. Uh, Nintendo 64, Goldeneye, with buddies, because the mo- um, not the the multiplayer of Goldeneye with the golden gun and all that shit. Uh, Banjo Kazooie, and what's the other one? Uh, Donkey Kong Country. Dog, all those, those are great, all those are great ones. Yeah, and then, um, <clears throat> PS. I'm trying to think to like stuff that I played and enjoyed. PS2, um, Vice City, Grand Theft Auto Vice City, and Metal Gear Solid 
Oh boy. Uh, two. The Metal Metal Gear Solid. If you're into AI and shit, like just read the whole storyline of those games, and it's like fucking crazy, like Ex Machina type shit. That's one thing but, I've never um, played is Metal Gear Solid. Like I know Snake and shit just from Smash Bros. But uh, Snake. That's uh definitely one I gotta look into. Is like the I mean I don't I don't have a lot of time to play like a whole campaign and shit. Yeah, even that, if you just read about just it, just read the storyline. Uh, yeah, it's pretty pretty heavy shit. Um, what else? The uh, the old SOCOM Navy SEALs game on PS2 as well. Any type of uh, Super Smash or Mario parties or any type of Mario shit. Wii Sports oh, that's, Resort, that's a, dude. Shout ooh. out to Wii Sports Resort. <laughs> Shout out to Wii Sports in general, dude. The OG with like bowling and shit. So fucking cool when the Wii first came out. Yeah, dude. Yeah, there, I mean, there's a lot of games that really hold their weight as far as to, uh, like, literally timeless classics. Like, you could fucking fire it up now. But, uh, yeah, I think those are mine. I would definitely... Oh, you know what else? Uh, last one. The Bioshock series. Oh, shit, dude. I have Whoa. the remastered edition on my Xbox. Hey. What the fuck around and fuck around dude. with that? You know what I'm saying? Dude, I forgot all about Bioshock. Bioshock all about is it. so fucking good. Uh, you know, I used to play a ton as a kid. I don't know if you could still play these games or not, but like like Jack and Daxter or like uh, Ratchet, Ratchet and Clank. Not not as many people, I don't think, played Ratchet and Clank, but like Jack and Daxter. Ratchet was, and Clank was shit. It was fucking cool, dude. That's what, uh, that's what like, uh, like Banjo-Kazooie, that's the type of shit that that oh, is. Yeah. Fucking love it. Um throw it way way back to uh the og i had a so when everybody else had like an n64 i had a regular ass nintendo like uh og first gen nintendo all right you were on food stamps we got it yeah, yeah, yeah. uh mom and dad were being smart dog they uh they, they <laughs> saved well they're out of debt they're doing great um i didn't know the fucking difference i had a, like a teenage mutant ninja turtles game that was the fucking shit super ass hard i uh i was it took me so long to beat so many levels because i was fucking like six and just terrible at video games i would like jump around when the character jumped and shit like i was trying yeah. to make it happen uh and then the og super mario bros i were playing yes, that sir. game with, with uh miss angela hartman dog shout out angie i don't shout know if she listens to that. I, I know uh melissa yeah shout out dr hartman the uh phd in the house um I think Melissa followed our podcast page, so I don't know. They might listen. Um, but Angie would beat some levels in Super Mario Bros. Before I remember, she came over a few times, and uh, we, we would play Mario and shit. Oh, my God. It was so much fun. Like, I was, like, I, I have such vivid memories of, like, me and her, like, standing up in our living room, like, because you had those plug-in controllers and shit, just, like, five feet from the TV playing Mario. Oh, my God. It was so great. Yeah. That's, like, weird how back when you were a kid, like, when you were playing video games and you would ask, like, anyone older than you to help, yeah. like, even if it was a girl. And then the now, like, if you would ask a girl, be like, hey, I can't beat this fucking level on Dark Souls 3, which is, like, the hardest game ever. Like, if I asked my mom, like, like when I was a kid, like, hey, mom, I can't beat this fucking level on Mario, help. Yeah. But now I was like, it. hey, mom, beat this level on Dark Souls 3, 
My mom would be like, dude, go fuck yourself. Yeah. I wonder if, though, she could beat, like, I'm sure they could, like, a level of Mario, depending on the level, um, on, like, your Switch or something. I don't know. They make that shit I pretty know, fucking I have tough, a, though. I have a Switch, and, uh, a little bit I of think flex it's a shit. There. These days, having, owning a Switch is, uh, it's definitely a flex. People are, dude, have you seen the price gouges for the Switches? Yeah, dude. Kayla was talking about, like, it's like 500 bucks to buy a Switch right now. For, like, after dude, I was cost. looking, uh, I was looking in Maryland because the governor made it illegal to like price gouge on shit but i think it was just like essentials like food and oh, yeah. stuff so i was like maybe in maryland you know we'll get a good old deal yeah I, no. I imagine it's probably on like gas and essential stuff like that like yeah but i mean but gas no nintendo's here around. 500 pounds man oh yeah that's that's wild dude we cni got ours like uh I don't know probably five or six months ago i think we got it in like october or november no mom got a voice for christmas yeah shout out mom shout out mama hartman she got us a what fucking a nintendo switch and pokemon shield dude i was hype as hell fuck um, yeah but yeah we uh we got a switch and then like yeah now they're incredibly expensive like and they don't have more, any more of them apparently due to people buying nintendo switches because of quarantine like i think that's why like people they just like ran out of stock yeah did that's I tell what, you about crazy. how I got my Switch? Uh, did you buy it on Facebook Marketplace? Or is this... uh, no, it's close. But one of... So I follow like all of the bands I like. I follow oh, yeah, like, yeah, all yeah. of them on Twitter and shit. Oh, I think and, you did tell me about this. Fuck yeah, this is hilarious. Yeah, so like one of my favorite uh, bands... Well, one of my yeah, one of the, this dude that's in my favorite band, one of my favorite What's bands, band? Kane Hill. Uh huh. Dude, that Kane Hill, was listen fire. to Kane Hill. Um, and tweeted I, I like... he was like, "Yo, I'm fucking selling my Nintendo Switch like a normal ass dude," and uh, he's like, so "Shout it like, out on yo. Twitter." Yeah, so I just DM'd him. I was like, "Yo," uh, or I replied. I was like, "Yo, I want to buy the Switch," and he's just like, "Okay," uh, and we just started like talking about it, like. You know, there's a normal interaction. And then when all that was said and done, he's like, yeah, man, whenever, uh, he's like, you know, whenever we come to Maryland, he's like, just hit me back up and I'll like hook you up with tickets and shit. Oh, and dude. And then I, uh, but I overstepped my boundaries, dude. I freaked out. I overstepped my boundaries. I was like, so I was like, I was like, oh yeah, this is pretty cool. I was like, you know, I met, uh. I met Slash, you know, fucking Slash from Guns N' Roses one time because my friend is, like, cousins with him. And yeah. I was like, blah, 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 saying all this shit. And then he left me on red on Twitter. No, I was that's like, dude, chill, if dude. Kane, I was like, if Kane Hill ever comes to fucking Maryland, I'm going to, like, Asia just to be <sighs> away from it because it's so awkward. Dude, no, it's fine. Like, I imagine he gets, like, shit like that. I'm sure he was, inter like, he, like, probably read your message, like, didn't just, like, open and close it. I'm sure he actually read your message, which is cool in and of its own. So, like, and I don't think he thought, like, I don't give a fuck if you met Slash and I. was like, oh, that's probably pretty cool. And then just, like, didn't think anything, like, to say anything else. Like, you're just, like, I, I bet his DMs are fucking Hold ridiculous, on, dude. dude. Quit trying to make me feel better. <laughs> but, but these dudes, like, he was messaging me, he's like... Yeah, like when I get off of work, I'll send, I'll go to the post office and send a switch. And I was like, oh yeah, I forgot that the metal scene is like fucking dying. So these dudes, like, 
they record albums and go on tour and then they have to work like normal ass jobs. So he's probably like trying really to sell dying? a switch to make fucking ends meet. And I was oh like, dude, I feel like, like shit. Damn, Kane Hill's not doing well. That sucks, dude. I mean, they're doing well, but they all have fucking like regular jobs. Yeah, well, if you're, on top you're of that. an artist, you don't want to have a regular job. So I would say he's not doing as well as he'd like to for fucking shit. If you're not Drake or one of the fucking like Jonas EDM DJs, shout yeah. out Joe Bros, uh, you're not doing well. That's fair. Uh, yeah, I mean, I made a yeah. I made an EDM track on fucking uh, GarageBand on my iPhone on a flight one time because I was like anybody can do this and I did it. I'm not gonna release a track though, but it's the best EDM track ever. Should send it to me, and then send it to Alec and have him remix it. Oh, dude, he'd make it really good. I don't think I have it anymore because I was like I'm gonna delete this. No, Shalek, shout out uh, Alec Purcell. I don't know if he listens to the podcast, but uh, I fucking love he that. He should. Dude. He should. I'm about to steal his music and make it our intro. <sighs> he gave us a green light. He said, just hit him up and send some shit. Did he really? Yeah, for sure. Then I, t- I thought I told you that. I don't know. We don't talk. All right. We're going to get a new intro, it sounds like. All right. New intro. The, uh, um, the unlicensed guitars are <laughs> out of here, dog. <laughs> Yeah, dude, these fucking middle school bands have really been uh, eating my ass alive. Uh, I think that's uh, all I have for for today. Do you have anything? We're about an hour ten, hour hour nine. Um, I don't know. I uh, I took I just took C to work and came back and was listening to uh, Alternative Two Thousands, dog. Yo, Lincoln Park. Uh, Lincoln Park, uh, like Kings of Leon or Leon or whatever the fuck it is. Motherfucking, uh, The Killers, listening to some, uh, White Stripes. Dog, there was some fire, there was some fire music in the, in the 2000s. Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, every respective decade has, like, their own good shit. Oh, for sure. And you don't realize it, you don't realize it until, like, later. So it's compiled it's like into a 50 track the playlist. The motherfucker from the office when he's like, I wish you knew when you were in the good old days. Oh, man. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Before you actually left them. God. Shout out to Peking. Fucking Peking, dude. Yeah, I think uh, that's about it for this week's podcast. Uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. All forty-five of you. I do. We do appreciate it. Um, all forty-five million. Forty-five fucking million, Sean. Um, I love you. I hope you. Yeah, tell your famous. buddies you love them. Dude, yeah, uh, buddy love is good stuff. Can't get enough of that. So that is one thing I realized since moving like so far away from all my buddies. Like I'm sure you obviously felt the same, but you had like buddies close to you and your barracks made mm-hmm. friends and shit. But like. It's me and, like, I don't know. I probably have, like, ten people out here, but no one within ten, five minutes of me or whatever. Like, is if we're in Bloomington or Indy or whatever. Yeah. So it's, uh, tell your buddies you love them, you know? If, you, if you're with them, tell give them a hug. Tell your buddies you love them. Yeah. Hope, and uh, with everything going on with the fucking corona, dude, hope, hope your family is okay and stay the fuck inside. Listen to some more podcasts or make a podcast or fucking play Call of Duty. 
Don't become our competition. Only listen to this. Yeah, it's fair. Yeah, don't make a fucking podcast, dude. I'll fucking lose my mind. Okay, tell bye. Tell your mother I said hello. Tell your mother I said hello. I will. Yeah, I'll tell uh, old Jill. I meant everybody listening, but you tell your mother as well. No, yeah, I understood you were saying to everybody else, but I also wanted to. I knew you were saying it to me too, so I wanted to say. Right. Since I'm here to do it, yeah. All right, well, uh, talk to you guys later. We love you.